We're up to the Mishnah of the Chadal and Amadeis. The Mishnah is describing the Machloikis between the Tarfin and the Rabbanon. Again, the rule is that if a Karen, if a Shar is Mazik, the first three times you pay Chatzin Nazak, the question is what if it's Mazik Bershus Hanizak? What if it breaks into someone's backyard? See, Karen has a stringency that Shane Varegel does not have, that Karen is Chayven Bershus Harabim. So if the Karen is Mazik and Rishus Harabim, it's for sure Chatzinezek. The question is, what happens if the Karen breaks into Rishus Hanizek, breaks into the area? So if it's Shana Regel, it's Chayev Nezek Shalim. The question is, what is Karen? Do you say Karen is Chatzinezek? Comes Rav Tarfin, he has this new Shita, that Karen Rishus Hanizek is Nezek Shalim. Karen Rishus Hanizek is Nezek Shalim. So, Shor Hamazik Bishus, let's see the mission inside. Shor Hamazik Bishus Hanizik. If you have a Shor Hamazik Bishus Hanizik, so the Shor is Mazik in the property of the damager, of the damagee. So it's not supposed to be there. So, Nogach, Nogaf, Noshach, Rabat, Boat. These are the five told us of Karen. Bishus Harabim, Mishalim Chatzinazik. If the animal does it in Rishus Harabim, you pay half damages. But what if it happens in the premises of the damaged party? Meaning, you broke into someone's backyard and the animal gored. Comes of Tarifin, he says, Nezek Shalom. Chiddush is Nezek Shalom. Now the Chum make a lot of sense, because there's no source in the Torah. The Torah says, Nezek. So where is Rav Tarifin coming from? That he says, Nezek Shalom. So the answer is, it's a Kavachimer. Rav Tarifin is a Kavachimer. I'm learning Rav Tarifin. Rav Tarifin says like this, I have a Kavachimer. The Kavachimer is as follows. Tarfin says the following. Which is more severe, Rishus Harabim or Rishus Hanizik? So when it comes to damages, we know that Rishus Hanizik is more Chamer. Why? Because Shein Varegel are Potter Rishus Harabim and Chayev Rishus Hanizik. So you see, Rishus Hanizik is a more severe area. So if Karen Bershus Arabim is Chatzin Nezek, Kalvachoymer Bershus Hanizek is Nezek Shalom. Meaning, you see, if you analyze the two domains, you have Rishus Arabim and you have Rishus Hanizek. Rishus Arabim is not as severe as Rishus Hanizek because Rishus Arabim is exempt by Shane Varegel. So you see, Rishus Hanizek is more severe. So if Rishus Arabim by Karen is Chatzin Nezek, it makes sense that Rishus Hanizek would be Nezek Shalom. How you learn a, a, a greater Kiddush? I mean, the, it makes sense. You should be able to learn what you can learn, but you can't learn more. Perfect. So he described, what you yeah. described is the concept of Dayo, Levom, and Adin, Lies, Kenidim. You're right. That is a very good point. The, the Kavachimer is structured in such a way that if Rishus Nizek is more severe than Rishus Arabim. So if Rishus Arabim is Chazi Nizek, Kavachimer, Rishus Nizek is Nizek Shalim. That concept of taking Kavachimer and then going further is called Daya. I'll give you an example, Just I was, I was thinking just now. Let's say you have a kid who's a bad kid and a good kid. If the bad kid gets a slice of pizza, you say, Kavachimer, the good kid should get a slice of pizza. What if you make the following Kavachimer? If the bad kid gets a slice of pizza, Kavachimer, the good kid should get a pie. I don't know, I don't know. You could say Kavachimer equal to what you're learning out. You can't go past it. You can't go past it. So you're making a very good point. Which is the Kavachoimer is basically making that Rishus Harabim, Rishus Hanizik is more severe than Rishus Harabim. So if Rishus Harabim is Chatzin, Hanizik should become Nezik Shalom. That's, that's called Dayoi. Dayoi means we do not go further. If you have a Kavachoimer where A is more severe than B, we don't say that A will go further. A will at least match, but not go further. So the Gemara says that was. In terms of understanding, if a cat 
Okay, well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Is it really the same concept as Tafasim Arupa No. No, no, no. It's it's the Xeris HaKasav. We're going to see in the Pasuk. It's following that from the Torah that if you have a Kavachoymer of A, B, B, meaning A is a concept, B doesn't have a source, we'll say, well, if B is more severe, then it's at least A. To go past A, we don't have a source for that. That was Rav Tarifin's statement, though. It should be past that you should get Nezik Shalom. What did the Rabbanon respond? That's not how Kavachimers work. All you could do is prove to me that Rishus Anizik should be Chatzinezik. You can't go past that. Now, by the way, there is one point, though. I just want to say one point. According to the Chacham, what, what exactly is the think I'm, I'm going to speak it outside, and I think you'll see the glaring issue. Right now, I know, before we start this Mishnah, I know that when you gore, in Rishus Harabim, it's Chazinezek, and when you gore in Rishus Anizik, it's also Chazinezek. The Kavachaymer should take us to Nezek Shalim, and Rav say, no, 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 you can't do that, you can't do that. So what is the purpose of the Kavachaymer? To teach me that it's Chazinezek in both locations? I knew that before the Kavachaymer. This is an example where actually employing Dayoi doesn't just stymie you, it completely ruins the Kavachaymer. Because think about it, without the Kavachimer, what's the halacha with, with the goring? It's Chatzinezek. That's what I know it's Chatzinezek. The purpose of the Kavachimer is to take it, is to teach me something. The Chum say, no, 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 you die. No, 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 no. So, so according to the Chum, you know what the Kavachimer does? Zero. That's why Rav Tarfin, we're going to see in the Gemara, Rav Tarfin understands the rule of Daya. He applies it throughout Shas. He just doesn't apply it here because he says if you employ the rules of Dayoi, then the Kavachimer teaches you nothing. Because I know it's Chatzinezek before this Mishnah. It, it, it's, it's, it's always going to be Chatzinezek. Karen is always Chatzinezek. The purpose of Kavachimer is to say, no, Rishos HaNizek is Nezek Shalom. Chavachimer say, no, Dayoi, Dayoi, you can't do that. So what's the purpose of Kavachimer? So You're back to the square one. Who cares? So you don't have the Kavachimer. Fine. No, but his point is Dayoi yeah. limits a Kavachimer. It doesn't ruin a Kavachimer. As we'll see in the Gemara. So that the Rabbanon said to Rav Tarifin, Dayelavamenadinliyaskinidan. If you're learning out your structure of your Kavachimer is that if Karen Bershus Harabim is Chatzinezek, Karen Bershus Anizik is Nezik Shalom. Can't do that. You could just limit it to what the source material is. If you're learning it out from Karen Bershus Harabim, so Karen Bershus Harabim is Chatzinezek. So this is Chatzinezek. You got to limit it. Dayelavamenadinliyaskinidan, Ma Bershus Harabim Chatzinezek, Ma Bershus Anizik Chatzinezek. So. And you'll see the examples throughout the daf. You'll see examples of daya, and I think it'll start sinking in a little more. Amr lehem afani. So go to the, the continue in the mishnah. Afani loy adin karen mikaren. Rav Tarfin says I'm going to tweak the kavachaymer. Maybe that'll avoid daya. How is he going to tweak the kavachaymer? Right now, the original kavachaymer was uh, which is more severe, rishus aram or shisanizik. So we said rishus anizik is more severe. So for rishus aram is chatzinizik, rishus anizik is definitely nizik shalom. And we said we don't like that. You, you could say Rishas Nizik is definitely Chatzin Nizik, but to go past that is Daya. So Tarifin says, okay, let's tweak the Kavachimer. Maybe that'll help. The answer is it won't. But if Tarifin said like this, instead of focusing on Rishas Aram, Rishas Nizik, let's focus on Karen and Regal. If Karen and Regal are Chayiv Nezik Shalem, Rishas Nizik, and Potter Legamri in Rishas Arabim, then Karen, which is Chayiv Chatzin Nezik, Rishas Arabim, Kavachaymer should be Nezik Shalim in Rishas Anizik. Karen and Regel are potter entirely in Rishas Arabim, but Chayv Nezik Shalim Rishas Anizik. There's no half; they go whole. So Karen, which is Chayv Chatzin Nezik, Kavachaymer should be Nezik Shalim in Rishas Anizik. It's a slight. It's incredibly similar. Well, okay, uh, yeah, but well, first of all, are you saying if if Chatzin Nezik does that uh, does that affect things? 
That's a good point. Maybe we're going with Chasinas and Man. I'll check it up. Maybe we're following this far. So Karen was saying Karen. Karen is entirely Potter and Shusaram, but entirely Chayv and Shusanizik. So Karen, which is Chayv Chatsi Nezik Rishusarabim, it should be Chayv Chatsi uh, full Nezik, it, but it's still Daya. The Gemara says, so they said the same thing. You, you didn't change anything. The, the premise of the Kavachimer is still the follow. The premise of the Kavachimer is still, you could tweak it, but it's still the same thing, which is if in Rishis Arabim, it's Chayiv, Kavachimer in Isaac. But then it, you can't go past that. The Rabbanon do not like it. They say, and by both times. And that's why the Rabbanon feel that Rishis Nizik is Chati Nezik, not Nezik Shal. Now let's just talk about, basically, we're done with the Dayai of how it um, conforms in our Sukkot. Today's daf is just going to be analyzing Dayai in other cases, other examples of Dayai, who holds of it, who doesn't hold of it, the What is the source of Dayai? That again, if you employ a Kavachimer, it caps the Kavachimer. Like with the pizza case. The bad kid gets a slice, the good kid will definitely get a slice. Not that the good will get a pie. That's concept of Dayai, that you limit if you're going to learn A from B, then A can't pass B. So, Rav Tarfin Leslie Daya, right now it seems like Rav Tarfin doesn't believe in the concept of Daya because he applies it in this case. The problem is Daya is a biblical concept. It's not a, it's not a rabbinic, it's a, it's a Teresa. Where does it come from? But Daya Teresa, Ditanya, Medin Kavachimer Ketzad, what's the source of Daya? So the Gemara says like this, when, when Miriam, when Miriam said Lashon Haraba Moshe Rabbeinu, so Moshe Rabbeinu is davening first. So what did Hashem say? Let me read you the Pasuk. I'll read you the Pasuk, and then you'll see. Uh, okay. The Pasuk says like this. The Yoimer Hashem al Moshe. You don't have this, but I'll just read the Pasuk. Hashem said to Moshe, Avia Yorek Yikarek Bifaneha. If a human father spit in her face, Haloiti Kalim Shivas Yamim, she would be embarrassed and put in quarantine for a week. As Hashem said, if a human father would spit in her face, she would quarantine for a week. Uh, so, so she should do the, the same thing here. This is how you're supposed to read the Pasuk. This is the conversation that Hashem had to Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't want her to go into quarantine at all. Hashem said like this. If a human being would spit in her face, she would quarantine for seven days. That she offended me. She should quarantine for 14 days. To that, Hashem says, no, Hashem says, no, we have no source that a person who offends... The problem is, why, tw- and, and why, four, why 14 days? Whatever, anything more it than seven. Anything more than seven. The point is, a kavachaymer, if you... Here's the premise. We have no source that if you upset Hashem, that if you're embarrassed by Hashem, or embarrassed Hashem, whatever that means, that you should quarantine. But Hashem is saying, there's a precedent by human beings. By human beings, it was seven days. So if you do it for seven days, by me, Kavachimer, it should be more than that. You want to say 14, you want to say a month. It should be more. But what does Hashem say? Seven. Why? If I'm learning it out from human interactions, I'm going to limit it to human interactions. Again, I know nothing about Hashem's interactions. I know human. Human is seven. Hashem, it should be more. Kavachimer. But we're going to limit it to seven. So, haloiti kolim shivas yomim. By a human being, it would be seven days. So, by Hashem, it should be more. But tisaga shivas yomim. I'm going to limit it to seven. Because da'i levam and adenli yes kinidan. So, the Gemara says, Medin kavachimer keitz avi yomim. Hashem ha'moshav yavir yom mefinelaiti kolim shivas yomim. Kavachimer l'shechina arba osar yomim. This implies that you should make a kavachimer that she should quarantine for at least 14 days because double that of, of, of a human being because HaKadosh Baruch Hu's busha is greater. El- Do it again. 
Rav Tarfin Wesley Daye. I don't. I don't know where you want me to restart from. Where would you like me to start from? Just go back to where you started. The last okay, case. we'll start from the Gemara. Rav Tarfin Wesley Daye. Does Rav Tarfin not believe in Daye? It's a biblical concept. Titania. Medin Kavachamer Ketzar. What's the source of Daya in the Torah? The Pasuk says, The Pasuk says that if she would be embarrassed, she would be spit on by her father, she would quarantine for seven days. That implies that you're supposed to make the following Kavachamer. Kavachamer Lishchina Arba Oser Yoim. Kavachamer that, 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 Embarrassment and rebuke from Akadish Baruch who should warrant 14 days of humiliation. But what does the Pasuk say? Just seven. Why? So the question is if it's a biblical concept, why does Rav Tarfin not employ it, employ it in our discussion? And, and the answer is what I said before. Again, if you employ in our discussion, then what you're saying is I knew that already. The purpose, I, before this Mishnah, I knew it's Chatzinezek everywhere, because that's what Karen is. The purpose of the Kavachoymer is to elevate it to Nezek Shalim. You know what Rav says? I agree with Dayoy. If the Kavachoymer can still stand after Dayoy. You see, in the case of HaKadosh Baruch with Miriam, I start off, before the Kavachoymer, there is no quarantine for being humiliated by Hashem. Zero. Only by human beings. Kavachoymer takes it to seven. Okay, I wanted to take it to 14, but Daya limits it to seven. But I started with nothing, and the Kavachoymer gave me something. Over here, I start off with Chatzinezek. I know it's Chatzinezek. The Kavachoymer is supposed to do something. If you employ Dayoi, you start with Chatzinezek, and you end with Chatzinezek. I, I accomplish nothing. Rav Tarvin does not believe in Dayoi if it ruins a Kavachoymer. He'll believe in it to limit a Kavachoymer, not to ruin a Kavachoymer. Are we always told to use a Kavachoymer if it's glaring, if it's there? Why do we have to bring a Kavachoymer? Yes. Always? Yeah, it seems like it, yeah. It's not something based on Messiah, it's based on Svar. Based on uh, Cheshbon. We see a swar, we Correct. Have yeah, yeah. It's not based on Messiah. It's not like Xerah Shava. We're going to see later on if you have Xerah Shava, then then die is not a problem, at least according to most opinions. Like if you have Xerah Shava, if we had Xerah Shava, I'd be like, fine, okay, Xerah Shava is Xerah go, go, go do your thing. But because of the Kavachoymer, it's got to be limited. So why does Rav Tarifin, what about Daya? The answer is Rav Tarifin says, Ki He says, I'll employ Daya if it doesn't ruin the Kavachoymer. In this case, it ruins the Kavachoymer. And he explains why. Says Rav Tarifin, in that case, you see, it's not like, you know what would be a perfect example of Daya ruining the Kavachoymer by Hashem, by the case of Miriam? If you knew going in that human beings' interactions is seven days, and you knew going in that embarrassed by Hashem is also seven, and then you'll say, Kavachoymer, it should be more, no, Daya. So you started with seven and you end with seven. That would be a Daya ruining a Kavachoymer. But says, says, says Zotarfin, that's not what happens. Shiva de Shechina Lexivi. There's no source that humiliation by Hashem requires any quarantine. The only thing you have is human beings. So you have zero by Hashem. Human beings are seven. Kavachoymer, that Akadish Baruch Hu should be something. You want to know how high to go? 
You can't go past seven. But at least you started with zero. Yeah, there was seven. You got something accomplished. Also, Kavachoymer, Aisyabesa. So the Kavachoymer really should take you to 14 days. Also, Dayoy, Apik Shiva, Vaiki Shiva. But Dayoy limits it, but at least you accomplish something. Aval Hacha, Chatzinezik Siv. Over here, I knew it was Chatzinezik before. Also, Kavachoymer, Aisy, Chatzinezik Achrinim, and Asinezik Shalom. The purpose of the Kavachoymer is to take you to Nezik Shalom. Idosh is Dayoy, Efrak Kavachoymer. But if you employ Dayoy, you have no Kavachoymer. Therefore, there's no purpose. So why did the Rabbana believe that you could employ Dayoy even? to ruin a Kavachimer, because they say, by Moshe Rabbeinu and Miriam, they knew that there was seven days before this. They knew that it was seven days by a quarantine by a human being, and seven days by Hashem. So the, the, this would the game. The game would be, you should make a Kavachimer to make it more than seven. No, dayoy, keep it at what you thought, and accomplish nothing. The Rabbanon say, meaning they look at it as when Hashem said, if a human being would spin in their face, it would be seven days. So if Tarfin says, stop, so how much by Hashem? I would think zero, Kavachaymer, let's take it to 14. No, Tisagr Shavas Yamim limits. The words Tisagr Shavas Yamim is limiting it. Rabbanon say, no, 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 this is what Hashem meant to say. If you embarrass by a human being, it's seven. And if you're embarrassed by Hashem, it's Tisagr Shavas Yamim, it's also seven. That's a meaning. Tisagr Shavas Yom is not Daya. It's just saying. But I, knew, I know going in, it's seven by Hashem and it's seven by a human being. You might think it's more. No, Daya. So over there, the Rabbanon actually have an example. Their source of Daya accomplishes nothing. But they feel that that's the rules of a Kavachimer. You always go with Daya, even if it ruins the Kavachimer. Even if it makes the Kavachimer basically. I, I don't really know. I'll be honest. According to them, what's the what's the purpose of playing? It's like an intellectual pursuit where you're just going here and then you're coming back. You're not actually accomplishing anything. You're saying Kavachaymer should take it further, but Daya says no. Go back to what you thought. Okay, so I'm not sure what's that. Okay, that, 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 that the purpose is to teach you the rules of Daya. So the Rabbanon, okay, Rav Tarfin says no. Tisagar Darshin and Daya. The Rabbanon, Rav Tarfin says no. Tisagar is teaching you Daya that you might think that it's really zero. You might think fourteen. Daya is seven. The Rabbanon say, no, there's another passage to tell you, Dayoi, and that's Tisagir Miriam. Rav Tarfin, Rav Tarfin has his two psukim to tell you, Dayoi, one by Miriam and one by other cases. Why do I need why, both? Why, why does Dayoi not teach you that you can never do What do you mean? That this, this Dayoi means that this is what... Well, that's what the Rabbanon do. Rav doesn't think that that makes sense. Not only in the case of Oh, so that's that's the Rav Tarfin. Rav Tarfin says that the, the, you need two sources of Daya, one to tell you in general that there's a rules of Daya, and one to tell you by the case of Miriam. Why? Because the rules of Daya in that case, if you actually think about it, Lukuli Alma, what did Daya do? It limited the amount of days she was in quarantine, right? Let's go with Rav Tarfin. Start off, I don't know any, I don't know how many, how many days to quarantine a woman when she offended by, or she gets rebuked by Hashem. I should say 14, go past a human being. Daya limits it to seven. I can actually look at that as not something that is used throughout Shas and throughout Tanakh. Maybe that was just a leniency to make Miriam not be embarrassed for the cover of Moshe. Meaning, you understand that that Dayoi prevented her from being embarrassed. Meaning, without Dayoi, I would say she should quarantine for 14 days. Dayoi says seven. Maybe that's not something that's an, a rule that, um, that is employed by all Kavachimers. Maybe that's just to be Moshe. To, to be, she's at Sadekis and she's Miriam's uh, sister. So, which is, uh, no. That's, Rav Tarfin says, Don't say that this is not a real rule for Kavachimers. This was just something Hashem did for cover of Moshe. No. Dayoi, it's telling you the reason why you have the words to Sakr Shavu's you know, this is a rule, all Kavachimers. This is not just to be makel on Miriam. 
Okay. Now, Amr Le Papa now we're just going to, we don't have to focus on what we did anymore. Now we're just going to go through examples of Dayoi throughout uh, Shas. Right now we're basically saying, according to Rav Tarfin, he's, Rav Tarfin, according to Rav Tarfin, he'll employ Dayoi, but not if it ruins the Kavachimer. The Gemara says, It seems to be, though, that everyone agrees in Dayoi. The Machlekes is, do you employ Dayoi when it ruins the Kavachimer? But conceptually, you should always have Dayoi to limit Kavachimers. If Papa says to Abaya, I actually found a Tana who doesn't believe in Dayoi. Then he'll make a Kavachimer, like with the bad kid gets a slice of pizza, the good kid gets a pie. He, he does that. Even though it seems to be everyone should employ Dayoi to limit Kavachimer, he's into it. What's the source? Okay, let me give a quick Hakdama. A quick, quick, quick Hakdama. The rule is like this. A person who sees three, uh, three emissions of a Zav, it's not a seminal emission because the seminal emission is healthy. The color of the consistency of, is a little different. It comes out in a healthy way as opposed to this. This is more like, a, like I don't know, I think it's more close to like gonorrhea or something like that. It's more to, closer to a sexually tr- transmitted disease. So the halach is that when someone is a Zav, he is tame, And the Pasuk describes that the spittle that comes out of him is tame. That the spittle is Tameh, that if anyone touches the spittle or carries the spittle, they're Tameh for Shiva's Yom. Here's the Gemara's question. How do I know if he has a regular seminal emission, not, not uh, a regular healthy seminal emission while he's sleeping at night or with his wife, he's not supposed to, but he did, that, that, that the, se- the semen is also Tameh. How do I know this? That's the Gemara wants to know. Okay. Okay. How do I know that the 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 zera of a zav, trans it, it it's able to contaminate someone that touches it or carries it. How do I know that? Again, the pasuk never says it. So what's the source? I have a What's the kavachimer? Ma tahar betahar, tame betame, tame betar in adinshia tame betahar, tame betame. Okay, let me, let me explain. What do we know about a zav? His spittle contaminates. I'm I'm not a zav right now. Congratulations, I'm not a zav right now. And if I spit on you, it doesn't contaminate. I'm tahar. My spittle is tahar. So if the spittle of a tahar person is tahar, and the spittle of a zav is a zav is tameh, so then the keri semen of every person is tameh. Right? When a man sees zera, he has to go to the mikvah. That's called right tefilas ezra. So we're trying to figure out is the zera of a zav tameh. By touching and carrying. So we said, well, Kavachimer. If the spittle of a Zav is Tameh, and the spittle of a regular person is not, so if the spittle of a regular person is not Tameh, but the spittle of a Zav is, then the Zerah of a, of a Zav, the Zerah of a regular person is Tameh, Kavachimer, the Zerah of a Zav is also Tameh. So basically, we're saying you're just comparing a Zav to a regular person. A regular person, spittle, not Tameh. Zerah, Tameh. So a Zav, spittle is Tameh. Kavachaymer zera is tameh. So we're learning out a zav from a regular person. Now that's the kavachaymer. So we're saying if the zera of a regular person is tameh, the zera of a zav loy kol shekin. Here, let me ask you a question: The zera of a regular person is only touch it's only tameh by contact, not by carrying. The zera of a zav is both. Meaning, if let's say you carry without touching it, it's on someone's clothing. You're carrying it without touching it. You're not tameh by a regular person, only by a zav. So the source that is. So think about it. The, 
the kera the carry of a zav is tame. Why? Because it's learned out from a regular person. If it's there for a regular person, it's tame kavachaymer zav. But the regular person's zera is only tame through touching. Over here, it's more. So I learned it out from from a regular person, and I went way past it. So that's an example of a kavachaymer without daya. I made a kavachaymer, but I went way past the source material. The source material is zera of a regular person is tame kavachaymer. The zera of a zav, but the zera of a regular person is only tame through contact. Over here, it's ta- contact and masa. So I, I source material, oh, I went way past it. That's the source of not caring about daya. Yeah, but yeah. that's because it's a different rule. It's a different No, it's a kavachaymer. And I took it past the source material. No daya. It's a kavachaymer. Why is it different rules? It's a kavachaymer. I'm learning out there's no source that the zera of a, of a zav is tame. It's learned out from a regular person. So if you're going to learn out from a regular person, it should be limited to the stringencies of a regular person. But it goes way past it. That's a source of a kavachim without daya. The Gemara says, If you employ daya, then the zera of a zav should not be contaminated through carrying. You see that it's no daya. The Gemara just has a quick attempt to reject this. Again, what's the source? What's the, the kavachim? If zera of a regular person is tame by touching, then Kavachaymer, Zera of Azov, is Tameh through touching and carrying. That's basically what it is. So maybe, maybe it's like this. Maybe the Zera of, a, of Azov, I don't need a Pasuk to tell me that it's, that it's Tameh. Maybe I already know that it's Tameh through touching. Meaning, we start off with, the, the way it works is, you start off the Sugya. I'm going to go past 833, I apologize. We, we start off the Sugya basically like this. I do not know that the zera, the zera of a person, a regular person, I know is tame through touching. That's all I know. Zera of a zav, I know nothing. Kavachaymer tells me that not only is it tame through touching, it's tame through carrying. That's a Kavachaymer without daya. Maybe, maybe it's not like that. Maybe I go into the sugya knowing like this. Zera of a regular person is tame. Maybe I know the zera of a zav is also tame through touching. Why? Because why should he be better than a zera of a regular person? The Kavachaymer now is only doing something. Meaning... Maybe this is an example of the reason why we say daya is because without daya there will be no kavachaymer. We we assume that we go into this that I know nothing about a zav, about his his zera. I know nothing. I don't know if it's tameh. I don't know if it's tahar. Kavachaymer says not only is it tameh through touching, it's tameh through carrying. That's a kavachaymer without daya. Maybe no. Maybe I started the kavachaymer. I knew something. That is a regular person's zera is tameh. A zav's zera is tameh because it should be the same. The kavachaymer now does teaches me something, one step up, and now I need to do that, and therefore the fact that it doesn't employ daya, it makes sense, because we don't employ daya to ruin a kavachaymer. So the, the Gemara says, Maybe I already knew going in that the zera of a zav is tamay through touching. Why? Because why should he be any more lenient than a regular person? Meaning, a regular person, Zerah is Tameh, why should I think a zera of a Zav is Tameh? Therefore, maybe I already knew this. And therefore, the purpose of the Kavachoymer is just to teach me carrying. The Gemara says, no, it's Terch. Maybe I know. Why would it be that I know nothing? Why would it be that the zera of a Zav would be Tahar when the zera of a person is Tameh? Like without a kavachaymer, why why would he be different? Because maybe the, the whole Indian of a zera being tamez by a regular person is because a regular person's zera was completely uh, it came out of his body purely healthy. 
Once the guy is a Zav and he has an illness in his body, then maybe part of the zera that came out of him was also due to the illness. And maybe it's taken not Tamei at all. Kavachoymer, and that's an example of going past the diet. The Gemara says, It doesn't really say that. And therefore, actually, we're going to go with this a possibility. And that is that really this is not an example of Dayoi, of not employing Daya. Because really, I know going in, the zera of a regular person is Tamei through touching. And the zera of a Azav is also tummy through touching because he should be no different. Therefore, the Kavachoymer is to teach me something, and that is through carrying. Okay, so we still do not have a source of no one employing Daya. We'll get to it in a few minutes. Now, the Gemara just says like this, according, we, we, as an aside, we're going to go completely aga for a few lines, and that is, we just got finished saying in this Brisa that the Zera of Azov is tummy through touching and tummy through carrying. Right, zera of a regular person is tummy through touching, but the zera of a zav is tummy through touching and carrying. Who's the source of that? The Gemara says, "Man Who's the source that the zera of a zav is tummy through carrying? It's not Rav Lazar, not Rav Yishua. Just Agav. This Brisa is not often by Rav Lazar, Rav Yishua. Titania, as the Brisa says, Titanan, and the Mishnah says, Shich Vazera Shel Zav, Mitame B'magav, Eina Mitame B'masa, Div Rav Lazar. Rav Lazar says very clearly, the Zerah of a Zav is only Tame through touching, not through carrying. So boom, he's not the author of that Brisa. Let's keep going. What does Rav Yishua say? Af Mitame B'masa. Rav Yishua says, no, 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 no. The Zerah of a Zav is Tame through carrying. Oh, that's a, that's a, why? Because it's likely that inside the zera, there's probably some zav fluid, but not because the zera itself. Meaning, Rav Yishua doesn't believe that the zera of a zav is actually tummy through carrying. It's just that statistically, within the zera fluid, there's probably some zav fluid. But if Lu Yitzur, you were able to with a with a microscope look and say there is no zav material in the zera. He would actually say it's not tummy through carrying. So we actually do not know anyone who said that it's tummy through carrying. Rav Liezer said no, and Rav Yeshua said yes, but only because he says practically there's probably some zav fluid within the zera, but zera on its own is actually not does not contract tumma through carrying. You know what I'm saying? Rav Yeshua says, Af Rav Yeshua says, no, Zerah of Azov is Tamei through carrying. Why? Because it's impossible that there's no Zav fluid. The implication is, That implies that Rav Yeshua does not believe that the Zerah of Azov, that the semen of Azov actually contaminates through carrying. It's just that there's probably some Zav fluid within the semen. But, but the Zerah on its own actually doesn't. So we do not, who is the one who says that the Zerah on its own contaminates through carrying? So the Gemara says, not Rav Liz, not Rav Yeshua, it's the following Mishnah. Go to the next page. These are the things that are tummy through carrying. Zoivai shel zav, zav fluid, roikai his spittle, shechva zera and his zera, boom, straight up. Umimei raglav and his urine, vidam anida, and the blood of anida, metamimei magamasa, these are all tummy through carrying as well. So you see, this is the source, it's very, very clear, because it says, part of the materials that are able to contaminate through carrying is Shikhvazera. Okay, beautiful. Maybe this Tana also agrees with Yeshua, not that the Zera on its own contaminates, but only because statistically there's probably some Zub fluid in the Zera. The answer is no. It actually he, this Tana actually holds that the Zera on its own contaminates. Why? Because look at the list. The list said Zav material. Then it said spittle, then it said zera. If the reason why zera is tummy just because there's probably some zav material in it, then why would you put spittle in between the two in the list? You know what I'm saying? 
Again, there's two reasons why the zavs, the zavs, the zavs material. Again, zera of a zav contaminates. It's a lot of words. Zera of a zav contaminates. So I was going to text you. I was like, if public comment. Zera of a zav contaminates. So says Rabbi Yeshua, not that it actually contaminates. It says it probably has a zav fluid. This Mishnah. No, holds it contaminates on its own. How do I know that he doesn't say the same thing as Rabbi Shua? That maybe it only contaminates because it has zav fluid in it. Because look at the lush in the Mishnah: zayv shel zav zav fluid, roikai his spittle v'shichvazera and zera. If the reason why zera contaminates just because it has zav fluid in it, why would you put spittle in between the two? Okay, im kein l'sin gabi zayv, mashe tanu l'gabi roikai mishum da'asi meroikai. Okay, let me just explain over the next five minutes what we're going to be doing. We're going to be bringing one more Kavachaymer without the impl- implication of Daya, without employing Daya. And then we're going to say, no, it's not actually a Kavachaymer, it's really a Gzereshav. And once it's a Gzereshav, uh, then, then the rules of Daya don't, don't, uh, don't apply. It's all off. Uh, exactly. So let's find. This is another example of Daya. This is the following. Atana does not employ Daya. So you told me Daya is a biblical concept from Hashem himself. This Tana does not employ Daya. The Tanya. The Bryce says like this. We want to know how do I know that a wooden mat, how do I know that a wooden mat uh, contaminates through, uh, uh, is, is able to become Tame through Tame Mace? How do I know that a, a mat is able to become tummy through tummy mace? Because when the Pasuk describes tummy misa, it actually describes wooden materials that have a clay kibble, like a bowl. Wooden materials that have a, like a, have a uh, what do you call it? Like a receptacle. A flat wooden material called pshute kliates, or like a mat. How do I know a mat is able to contract tumma through a dead body? That's the question. So that's what we're trying to figure out. How do I know that a wooden flat material is able to contract tumma through the through a dead body? So dinu, it's a kavachaymer. What's the kavachaymer? Uma pachim ketanim. Okay, so if you have small earthenware jugs that you can't put your finger in, the, the spout is too small. So the halacha is tohirim bezav. Earthenware materials are only able to contaminate through the inside. You have to be able to touch the inside, not through the outside. So normally, if it's a big spout, you could put your hand in. Yeah. Is it, I think it's, it's based on a pasuk. It's not a the point is, you're normally able to put your hand in a, 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 a what do you call it? A bowl? Uh, what do you call it? A, a receptacle that has a tiny, tiny spout that you can't put your finger in, so it can't become tummy through a zav because I can't put my finger in. So small little jar is tahar by a zav, but tummy by mace. But by a mace, if it's in the airspace of a corpse, the airspace goes in. So little jars are not tame by a zav, but tame by the dead. So mapit shemitame bezav, ain't a din shemitame bemes. So a mat, which is tame by zav, kavachaymer. So let me explain to you the kavachaymer, and you'll see where we're not employing daya. How do I know that a wooden mat becomes tame through a dead body? Well, if it becomes tame through a zav, kavachaymer become tame through a dead body. How long is it tame if it's tame by a zav? One day. How long is it tame if it's tame by a dead body? Seven days. So think about it. How do I know that a mat is tummy by a dead body? Well, if it's tummy by a zav, kalvachoymer, it's tummy by a dead body. That's no dayoy, because a zav, it's tummy one day. So if it's tummy by a zav one day, kalvachoymer, it's tummy by a dead body seven days. That's a kalvachoymer. Way past dayoy. So that's according to one opinion at the end of the Gemara. The Gemara says that according to one version. There is one version that basically responds that this is not a good example of that because 
all it's telling you is that a mat is tomei. What type of tumma? Well, mace has its own rules. But the Gemara does not like that. The Gemara feels that this is an example of a kavachomer bypassing without daya. Because think about it. How do I know a mat is tamay mace? Well, if it's tamay by a zav for one day, it'll be tamay by a mace for seven days. Well, that's an example of a kavachomer. You should employ daya. You should say, listen, you want it to be tamay, it's tamay one day. So this is an example of a, of a tana making a kavachomer without employing daya. So the Gemara says, you know what? And I'm going to go this quick because it's 831 already. I'm going to go to 835. This is going to be fast. Just hold on. The Gemara answers... You know what? The answer is, it's a good point. This price is, is really flawed. It's not a Kavachomer. It's Xer And let me just explain outside what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing the same thing with Xer with But Xer is there's one rule. And that is for Xer to be to work, you need, it's called Mufni. Which means, Xer right, means that there's a word here and there's a word there. There's a word by Misa and there's a word by Sheretz, let's say. So, to connect the two. Once there's Xer I don't really care about the rules as much. But in order for Xer Shava to be perfect, I need both words to be extra. The word by Misa and the word by Sharetz to be extra. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to say, really, it's Xer Shava. And the words on both sides are extra. Let's run through it. The Gemara says, Wait a minute. This is an example of a Kavachimer not employing Daya. Because again, how do I know this is the Kavachimer? How do I know a wooden mat is Tameh? Well, if it's Tameh one day by a Zav, Kavachimer would be Tameh seven days by a Tameh Mace. That's an example of Kalchim without Dayas. The answer is says, you know what the answer is? This is not a Kavachimer. This is actually a Xerushava that a wooden mat is Tame Mace, and it's not learned out from a Zav, it's learned out from a Sheretz. So completely you're going to change the Brysa. What does the Brysa actually mean? This is what the Brysa actually means. Let's start off. How do I know a, a mat contracts Tuma with a Sheretz? Forget about Misa yet, let's start with a Sheretz. How do I know that if a dead lizard goes on a wooden mat, that it's Tame? Well, Dinu, it's a Kavachimer. Well, if it's Tame by a Zav, Kavachimer is Tame by a Sheretz. That we're good so far. So that, that, that was the Kavachimer, but now we're changing it. Had, so I know that it's Tame by a Zav because it's a Pasuk. It's Tame by a Sheretz Kavachimer. How do I know that it's Tame by a dead body? Elamabitz Mimes Menayan. Small, small weed. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Elamabitz Mimes Menayan. Our neighbor outside. He must, he must be just sitting by the door somewhere. Mabitz Mimes Menayan. How do I know that it's Tame by a dead body? So we before said Kavachimer without a die. No, 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 no. Never. <laughs> the rest of the daf is going to start becoming a little more fun. Nemer beged sheretz. It says the word beged and ar by sheretz. Nemer beged va'ar b'meis, and it says the word beged and ar by meis. Ma beged va'ar ha'amer b'sheretz tamei loy. Af beged ha'amer b'meis tamei loy. It says the word beged and ar by sheretz. And it says the word beged or by mace. Just like by sheretz, it's tamei one day, so to by mace, it's tamei seven days. It's the same problem. Yes, it's Xer Shava. Okay, so it's Xer Shava. We thought it was a, a Kavachoyim, and the answer is it's Xer Shava. What's the Xer? And, and, and the Xer Shava is from the word Beged and R by Sheretz, Beged and R by Mace. And as I said before, if you want a, a, a Xer Shava to be perfect, make sure both words are extra on both sides. Mufne, they're both extra. Why? Eloi Mufne Kilimivrach, because actually, if it wasn't extra, I could actually have a Kasha. What's the Kasha? You're comparing a Sheretz to a dead body. Mala Sheretz Shekane Metame Bechadasha. A Sheretz is able to contract a Kaveis Tuma with a bone the size of a lentil. Tamre Bemesh in Metame Chadasha Chazais. A dead body 
it conveys tumah by the size of a kezayis. That's why you need it to be extra. How do I know that it's extra? It says begged or by sharetz, begged or by mace. We're going to prove that both are extra. Why? Efna you efna. The words are extra. Why are the words extra? It says by sharetz begged and or that they're able to contaminate by a sharetz. You want to know why that's extra? Michdi sharetz is kishel zich We know that a sharetz is connected to semen. Dechsev oyish asher teitzev is samach lo yish asher yigeh bechol sharetz is a smichos connecting sharetz. And it says by So why do you need the words beged by or vasharetz? It's extra. So the words beged are, are extra on one side. How do we know they're extra on the other side? That's only one side being extra. One side being extra is not great. You want both sides. Why? If you hold that it's only extra on one side, then it's no good. It has to be extra on both sides. So the Gemara says, "Then Mace Nami Afnui Mufna." The word, the word Begin and Or is extra on Mace as well. Why? Michdish, Michdi, Mace Ishkel Zichuzer. Same point. There's a connection between Misa and Semen. And by Begin and Or, it says by Begin Meaning, in other words, you don't need the words Begin and Or by Sheretz or Misa. Why? Because it says the words Begin or by Sheikh Vazera. And Sheikh Vazera is compared to Misa and it's compared to Sheretz. So, what do you need the words Begin by Or by Sheretz and Begin by Misa? They're extra. So, basically, in other words, like this. We started with Akasha. Isn't this a Kavachaymer without Dayoi? The answer is no, it's not a Kavachaymer, it's a Gzereshava. How so? It says the word, it says by uh, Sheretz that it's Tameh, that a flat mat is Tameh. Gzereshava, that by Misa is Tameh. By Sheretz it's Tameh one day. Gzereshava, that is Misa, is Tameh for seven days. It's the same issue, it's just it's a Gzereshava, it's not a Kavachaymer. So the Gemara says, there is one opinion that holds that you can't do it by Gzereshava either. Meaning, we're assuming that this whole thing of Dayoi applies to Kavachaymer. But Gzereshava, do whatever you want. There is an opinion that holds that it's the same problem by Gzereshava as well. So again, what's Gzereshava? How do I know that a mat is tummy for seven days by a dead body? Because if it's tummy one day by a, by a sharetz, Gzereshava, it's tummy seven days. So it's the same issue. It's dayoi. It's, it's not a kavachim, it's Gzereshava. There is one opinion that holds you can't do it by Gzereshava either. So how do you respond to that? And the answer is what Gavin said. The answer is, The answer is, what, what's the Gzereshava? We know that it's tummy one day by a sharetz. Gzair Shava tells me that it's Tameh by a mace for seven days. Oh, it's not the same. The answer is, the Gzair Shava tells me that if it's Tameh by a Sheretz, it's Tameh by a mace. Mace has their own rules. You can't have Misa for one day. It's not possible. Kol metameh shat yom. So therefore, it's not a problem at all. It's a Gzair Shava, and it's Tameh for one day by a Sheretz. Gzair Shava tells me that it's Tameh by a mace. Oh, you should make it also limited to one day. We don't do that. All Tumas Misa is seven days. So there's a Rabbeinu Chana, one sheet in the Rashba that he actually says that this could answer the same thing for a Kavachimer. Really, it could also be a Kavachimer. I dayoi, the answer is the same thing. Once the Kavachimer tells me that it applies to Misa, there is no such thing as a one-day Misa. It's seven days only. But the Gemara more likes to apply it to Gzereshav. All right, we'll stop here. If he chazered over, it makes a lot of sense.